For I've had enough of this world and its pleasures. I will arise and go forth to the house of my young. I will arise and go forth to the house of my father. I will arise and go forth to the house of my young. House of my young. Shalom, and welcome to today's teaching on the Hebraic roots of Christianity, where we study first century Christianity and the faith that Jesus, whose Hebrew name is Yeshua, which means salvation, taught his disciples. And now, Hebraic roots teacher Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries International. Shalom. I'm Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries, and we welcome you to today's teaching on the subject, The Marriage Covenant Agreement and Lawsuit. This is part eight of the series. So we're going to see now that the God of Israel brought a covenant lawsuit against his people for breaking the terms of the marriage agreement. Micah chapter 6 verse 2. Hear you, O mountains, for the Lord has a controversy with his people and he will plead with Israel. This word controversy is the Hebrew word riv or riv and it means generically a heated dispute. And so one form of a heated dispute or quarrel is a lawsuit. Hosea chapter 12 verse 2. The Lord has a controversy with Judah. And so it's a quarrel. It's a debate. It's a heated disagreement. In one form of a legal disagreement is a lawsuit. So therefore, reeve is a legal term to bring accusation or disagreement with someone. We can see how this word is used in this way in Genesis chapter 13 verse 7 where it says there was a reeve, a strife between the herdmen of Abraham's cattle and the herdmen of Lot's cattle. We are told that there's a riv or a reeve over Zion. Isaiah chapter 34 verse 8. It is the day of the Lord's vengeance and the year of recompenses or payback for the controversy reeve of Zion. In Hosea chapter 4 verse 1 we see that the God of Israel has a controversy, a covenant lawsuit against the northern kingdom or Ephraim. And the New English translation of Hosea chapter 4 verse 1 is, hear the word of the Lord you Israelites for the Lord has a covenant lawsuit against the people of Israel. In Hosea chapter 12 verse 2 the New English translation is as follows, the Lord has a covenant lawsuit lawsuit against Judah or the southern kingdom or the Jewish people. This is because the nation of Israel broke her marriage vows that she made at Mount Sinai. Ezekiel chapter 16 verse 2 says, Son of man caused Jerusalem to know her abomination. Verse 35, Wherefore, O harlot, hear the word of the Lord. Verse 38, I will judge you as a woman that breaks wedlock and shed blood are judged, and I will give you blood in fury and jealousy. The house 
house of Judah is charged with breaking covenant in Jeremiah chapter 11. The word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord saying, Hear the words of this covenant and speak to the men of Judah and to the inhabitants of Jerusalem. And say unto them, Thus says the Lord God of Israel, Cursed be the man that obeys not the words of this covenant. So he's reminding them of Deuteronomy chapter 27 verse 26, which says, Cursed be he that confirms not all the words of this Torah to do them, and all the people shall say, Amen. Continuing on, Jeremiah chapter 11 verse 4, Which I commanded your fathers in the day that that I brought them forth out of the land of Egypt from the iron furnace, saying, Obey my voice and do them according to all which I command you. Verse 7, For I earnestly protested unto your fathers in the day that I brought them out of the land of Egypt, even unto this day, rising early and protesting, saying, Obey my voice. And at Mount Sinai, in Exodus chapter 19, verse 3, it says, Thus you shall say to the house of Jacob, and the marriage offer was to obey his voice. Exodus chapter 19 verse 5. If you will obey my voice and keep my covenant. Keeping the covenant means a marriage relationship. Jeremiah chapter 11 verse 4. Which I commanded your father saying, Obey my voice and do them according to all that I command you. And if you will obey my voice, so shall you be my people and I will be your God. I'm going to marry you. I'm going to dwell with you. Keeping the covenant means a marriage relationship. Leviticus chapter 26 verse 3. If you walk in my statutes and keep my commandments and do them, I will walk among you and I will be your God. You shall be my people. Those are the words of a marriage relationship. It's linked and associated with keeping his commandments, following the Torah, keeping his mishpatim. So keeping the mishpatim brings the blessings promise to the fathers. Jeremiah chapter 11 verse 5, that I may perform the oath which I have sworn unto your fathers to give them a land flowing with milk and honey as it is this day. And this is a reference to Deuteronomy chapter 7 verses 11 and 12, that being faithful to keep the marriage vows at Mount Sinai will enable the promises made to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob to be fulfilled. Deuteronomy chapter 7 verses 11 and 12. You shall therefore keep the commandments which I command you this day to do them. And if you keep and do them, the Lord your God will keep unto you the covenant and the mercy which he swear unto your fathers. So the nation of Israel is charged with breaking covenant. Jeremiah chapter 11 verse 8. Yet they obeyed not nor inclined their ear, but they walked everyone in the imagination of their evil heart. Therefore I will bring upon them all the words of this covenant which I commanded them to do but they did them not. So the God of Israel brought a covenant lawsuit against the northern kingdom or Ephraim. And so now when we look at the charges that are going to be brought against his people, the charges are you are not following the Mishpatim. You're not obeying the marriage vows that were made at Mount Sinai. So in order to understand the accusations that the prophets are bringing against the people, the God of Israel, we first had to know what happened at Mount Sinai and we had to know what the uh, marriage agreement consisted of. Since we've done that, now we can look at the charges. Hosea chapter 4 verse 1. Hear the word of the Lord, you Israelites, for the Lord has a covenant lawsuit against the people of Israel. 
So what were the charges? Among them were the following. The northern kingdom or Ephraim worshipped idols. Hosea chapter 4 verse 17. Ephraim is joined to idols. Let him alone. Ephraim is sexually immoral. Hosea chapter 1 verse 2. The beginning of the word of the Lord by Hosea. For the land has committed great whoredom departing from the Lord. Hosea chapter 4 verse 13. Therefore your daughters shall commit whoredom and your spouses shall commit adultery. The northern kingdom, or Ephraim, kills, steals, and lies. Hosea chapter 4 verse 2. By swearing, and lying, and killing, and stealing, and committing adultery, they break out, and blood touches blood. Ephraim is a merchant of deceit, and he loves to oppress. Hosea chapter 12 verse 7. He is a merchant. The balances of deceit are in his hand. He loves to oppress. And part of the punishment of the northern kingdom, the ten tribes, or Ephraim was that the God of Israel took away the celebration of the Sabbath and the annual festivals as well as the celebration of the new moon. Hosea chapter 2 verse 5, for their mother has played the harlot. Hosea chapter 2 verse 11, and I will also cause all her mirth to cease, her feast days, her new moons and her Sabbaths and all her solemn feasts. So the northern kingdom, the ten tribes of Ephraim does not follow the Mishpatim that were given at Mount Sinai. Amos chapter 5 verses 11 and 12. For as much therefore as your treading is upon the poor, for I know your manifold transgressions and your mighty sins. They afflict the just, they take a bribe. They turn aside the poor in the gate from their right. Amos chapter 5 verse 1 verse 7 and verse 10. Hear you this word which I take up against you, even a lamentation, O house of Israel. You who turn mishpot to wormwood and leave off righteousness in the earth. They hate him that rebukes in the gate and they abhor him that speaks uprightly. So the northern kingdom, the ten tribes of Ephraim is called to follow the Mishpatim. Amos chapter 5 verse 15. Hate the evil love the good. Establish Mishpat in the gate. It may be that the Lord God of hosts will be gracious unto the remnant of Joseph. Amos chapter 5 verse 24. But let Mishpat run down as waters and righteousness as a mighty stream. So now we looked that there was a lawsuit brought against the northern kingdom or the ten tribes or Ephraim, but the God of Israel also brought a covenant lawsuit against Judah, the southern kingdom or the Jewish people. Hosea chapter 12 verse 2, the Lord has a covenant lawsuit against Judah. And in Isaiah 48 verse 1, it explains that Judah does not worship the God of Israel in Amet and Zedekah. Isaiah chapter 48 verse 1. Hear you this, O house of Jacob, which are called by the name of Israel and are come forth out of the waters of Judah. So he's speaking to those who are of Judah, the southern kingdom, who swear by the name of the Lord and make mention of the God of Israel. So they claim to believe and follow the God of Israel. They swear by his name that they seek and follow him. But it says they're not doing it in Amet nor in Zedekah. So in addition to a covenant lawsuit being brought against northern kingdom, southern kingdom, a covenant lawsuit is brought against the Levites because the Levites were set up to be judges 
of the people regarding the Mishpatim that were given at Mount Sinai. Hosea chapter 4 verse 4. Do not let anyone accuse or contend against anyone else for my case is against you priests. Now the Levites were given authority to judge matters of controversy. Deuteronomy chapter 21 verse 5. And the priests, the sons of Levi, for them the Lord your God has chosen and by their word shall every controversy and every stroke be tried. Deuteronomy chapter 17 verses 8 and 9. If there arise a matter too hard for you in judgment, being matters of controversy within your gates, you shall come unto the priests, the Levites, and inquire, and they shall show you the sentence of judgment. The Levites were officers and judges of the people. First Chronicles chapter 23 verses 3 and 4. Now the Levites were numbered from the age of 30 years and the number there was 38,000. Verse 4, of which 24,000 were set forward the work of the house of the Lord and 6,000 were officers and judges. Now, the Torah determines what is clean and what is unclean. Ezekiel chapter 22, verse 26. Her priests have violated my Torah and have profaned my holy things. They have put no difference between the holy and the profane, neither have they shown difference between between the unclean and the clean. The Levites departed from following the Torah. Malachi chapter 2 verses 1 and 2. And now, O you priests, this commandment is for you. If you will not hear, if you will not lay it to heart to give glory to my name, says the Lord of hosts, I will even send a curse upon you. Malachi chapter 2 verse 3 and verse 8. Behold, I will corrupt your seed, but you are departed out of the way. You have caused many to stumble at the Torah. So the God of Israel found fault with the hearts of the Levitical priests. Hebrews chapter 8 verse 8. For finding fault with them, the Levitical priests, he said, Behold, the days come, says the Lord, that I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. So let's summarize this section of the teaching. Judah, Ephraim, and the Levites failed to follow the Mishpatim given at Mount Sinai. Number two, the God of Israel therefore brought a marriage covenant lawsuit against against Judah, Ephraim, and the Levite for breaking the marriage agreement at Mount Sinai. So the God of Israel brought a covenant lawsuit against Ephraim. Hosea chapter 4 verse 1. Hear the word of the Lord, you Israelites, for the Lord has a covenant lawsuit against the people of Israel. He brought a covenant lawsuit against Judah. Hosea chapter 12 verse 2. The Lord has a covenant lawsuit against Judah. So what are the charges that he brings against northern kingdom, southern kingdom? In Hosea chapter 4 verse 1, it says, hear the word of the Lord, you children of Israel, for the Lord has a riff. He has a controversy. He has a dispute. He has a heated argument. He brought covenant lawsuit with the inhabitants of the land. So here's the charge. There is no emet, there's no chesed, and there's no da'at of God in the land. So we've seen in this teaching that the characteristic of the God of Israel, he's a God of Amet. He's a God of Chesed. He's a God of Da'at. And so the people are not following after the God of Israel and they are thus not following his Mishpatim. And so ultimately, if you follow after the character of the God of Israel in expressing your faith in him, we are to learn, know, and understand his character and to 
imitate it. And so this ultimately is expressed in the way we treat one another, that we follow after righteousness and justice. So the nation of Israel did not practice righteousness in Mishpat. In Isaiah chapter 5 verse 1, it is written, Now will I sing to my beloved a song of my beloved touching his vineyard. My beloved has a vineyard in a very fruitful hill. Verse 7, For the vineyard of the Lord of hosts is the house of Israel, and the men of Judah his pleasant plant. For he looked for Mishpat, but instead found oppression. He looked for Zedekiah, but behold a cry, a cry of oppression. So he brought his people out of oppression, wanted them to live together in a community and practice and follow after his ways and follow his Mishpatim and demonstrate loving your neighbor as yourself among the community. But instead of doing this, the community oppressed one another and did not follow the Mishpatim. So therefore, they weren't living out being a light to the nations, showing forth the mercy and the Mishpatim and the Da'at of the God of Israel. So this is the charge that he brings against them. So now what we are going to be doing is we are going to be going through the prophets and we're going to see the charges that the prophets brought against the nation of Israel for breaking the covenant at Mount Sinai. And so since we now have got an understanding of the details of what the Mishpatim are, now when we look at the prophets and see what the accusations, we can see that the accusations are not following the Mishpatim or the vows made when the marriage agreement was done at Mount Sinai. And so the people are outwardly being religious, they're expressing belief in the God of Israel, but in their behavior, in their character, they're not expressing the character of the God of Israel. So they're practicing religion without it coming forth from the heart, without mishpat. Isaiah chapter 1 verse 11. To what purpose is the multitude of your sacrifices unto me, says the Lord? I am full of the burnt offerings of rams and the fat of fed beasts. I delight not in the blood of bullocks or of lambs or of he goats. Bring no more vain oblations. Incense is an abomination unto me. The new moons and Sabbaths, the calling of assemblies, I cannot away with. It is iniquity, even your solemn assembly. So what is his charge? Is he telling them that they're not supposed to keep the Sabbath and the new moon and these various things? No. What he's saying is you're doing the these things, but your heart is wicked and you are not showing love one to another. So he says in Isaiah chapter 1 verse 17, learn to do well, seek mishpat, relieve the oppressed, judge the fatherless, plead the widow. So they're keeping the Sabbath, they're keeping the new moon, they're doing all the sacrifices, but they're oppressing the fatherless and the widow and they're not following mishpatim. So 
the God of Israel is unhappy with his people. Isaiah chapter 58, verse 3. Wherefore have we fasted, say they, and you see not? Wherefore have we afflicted our soul, and you take no knowledge? Behold, in the day of your fast, you find pleasure in exact all your labors. Isaiah chapter 58, verse 6. Is not this the fast that I have chosen? To loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, and that you broke every yoke. Isaiah 58, verse 7. Is it not to deal your bread to the hungry, and that you bring the poor that are cast out to your house, when you see the naked that you cover him, and that you hide not yourself from your own flesh? So that which Isaiah charged the nation of Israel for violating, so does Jeremiah, that the people are practicing religious customs, but they're not showing forth the ways of the God of Israel in their heart and how they treat one another. Jeremiah chapter 7, verses 1 and 2. The word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord saying, Stand in the gate of the Lord's house and proclaim there this word and say, Hear the word of the Lord, all ye of Judah that enter in at these gates to do worship of the Lord. Do not trust in lying words saying, The temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord. So just because you have a temple here, that doesn't make you acceptable before the God of Israel. Jeremiah chapter 7 verses 5 and 6. For if you amend your ways and your doings, if you execute mishpat between a man and his neighbor, if you oppress not the stranger, the fatherless, and the widow, then will I cause you to dwell in this place in the land that I gave to your fathers forever and ever. Continuing on, Jeremiah chapter 7 verses 8 and 9. But instead you trust in lying words that cannot profit. Will you steal, murder, commit adultery, and swear falsely, and come and stand before me in this house, come to the temple, which is called by my name, and say that it's okay to do these things? We are delivered to do all these abominations? Is this house, which is called by my name, become a den of robbers in your eyes? Behold, even I have seen it, says the Lord. Joel chapter 2 verses 12 and 13. Therefore also now says the Lord, turn you even to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping and mourning, and render your heart and not your garments. Amos chapter 8 verses 4 and 5. Hear this, O you that swallow up the needy, even to make the poor of the land to fail, saying, when will the new moon be gone that we may sell corn, and the Sabbath that we may set forth wheat, making the ephah small and the shekel great, and falsify the balances by deceit. Micah chapter 6 verse 6. Wherewith shall I come before the Lord and bow myself before the high God? Shall I come before him with burnt offerings, with calves of a year old? Will the Lord be pleased with thousands of rams or with ten thousands of rivers of oil? Shall I give my firstborn for my transgression, the fruit of my body, for the sin of my soul? He has shown you, O man, what is good and what does the Lord require of you, but to do justly, love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. Zechariah chapter 7, verses 4 and 5. Then came the word of the Lord of hosts unto me, saying, Speak unto the people of the land and to the priests, saying, When you fasted and mourned in the fifth and seventh month, even these seventy years, did you at all fast unto me, even unto me? And when you did eat and when you did drink, did you not eat for yourselves and drink for yourselves? Should you not hear the words which the Lord has cried by the former 
servant prophets. Thus speaks the Lord of hosts saying, execute true judgment, show mercy and compassion every man to his brother and oppress not the widow, nor the fatherless, the stranger, nor the poor. And let not any of you imagine evil against his brother in your heart. But they refused to listen. They pulled away the shoulder. They stopped their ears that they should not hear. Yes, they made their hearts as adamant stones. And so we see in 1 Samuel chapter 8 that Samuel's sons took bribes. And it came to pass when Samuel was old that his sons judged Israel. Well, that's going to conclude part 8 of the series on the subject the marriage covenant agreement and lawsuit. Shalom in Yeshua the Messiah. Amen. Thank you, Eddie. This is Stephen Morgan, and all of us here at Hebraic Heritage Ministries pray that you have enjoyed today's teaching. If you've been blessed, will you help us to share this message with others? Hebraic Heritage Ministries is supported by your generous financial gifts. In order to help you in your studies and to help us share this message with others, we are offering today the DVD, Yeshua the Lawgiver, for free for a love gift of any amount to the ministry. Hebraic Heritage Ministries also offers a monthly discipleship program. If you are interested in starting a fellowship group in your area, let us know. We would like to help you. Please contact us for more details. Our website is hebroots.org. That's H-E-B-R-O-O-T-S dot O-R-G. We would like to hear from you. Please send us an email. Finally, in order to take advantage of today's free offer, please mention this product offer and... Please mail your love gift to Hebraic Heritage Ministries, P.O. Box 81, Strasburg, that's S-T-R-A-S-B-U-R-G, Ohio, 44680. Until next time, may Yeshua richly bless you.